Hi everyone, my name is Rebecca Elrod and I will be reading to you a short story I wrote based upon the anti-globalization and immigration ideas that have been put about by the United States President Donald Trump with his immigration ban and Mexican U.S. border wall, as well as the Brexit and Israel and Palestine relations where a wall is being built between them. The title of this short story is Whatever You Choose for It to Be. It's really made to open one's eyes to a world without other countries, to limiting ourselves to ourselves, to just being a country. Red glowing lock outline turned green, filling the hover car with a crisp natural chill while blinding sun illuminated grand columns, which supported well-used block letters that spelled out Virginia Commonwealth University. As black velvet coats pulled over their chest, they marched toward new experience to see setting inside Above Grandstone Stairs, digital blue numbers displayed March 24th, 2043. However, sunlight assisted in spotlighting the center-faced marble world map, laid flatly, bringing wandering new eyes to scan their world map, noting how its shape resembled a rectangle with some sharp edges, since it was only the United States. Grazing around the main hall, one by one, they glanced at their university-issued device. Multiple colors illuminated the faces of curious members as they slowly began to disperse. However, one stood aimlessly, absorbing the beauty of this old building. Rebuilt in 2025 to replicate the capital of the world, D.C., engravings from Cree members of society echoed, calling one to a larger meaning. Rosanity, a voice cooed, pulling the wandering student back to reality. Taking a moment to look around, the student saw that her peers had disappeared into the abyss of knowledge. Piercing blue eyes connected with her grassy ones as she strained her neck to look at the statue. White suit, glared annoyed at her, holding tightly to her device called an iMod, the newest tech in the world. Follow me, White Suit stated with an authority while they moved down one of the deep halls. Decorated with windows and a photo of past campus, one can't help but wonder what life was like before the closing. Shiny metal glared onto the face of the student once again, pulling her away from the clouds. Beep, 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 wearing the keypad, which White Suit was typing recognizing upon her return to earth how much she did not recognize the hall she was in. Still decorated with windows and potted plants. That's where the similarity end. Failing an attempt to recall this empty hall from her tour, the huge metal door opened. 
With urge from the white suit, she followed into a dark classroom. Filled with wooden tables and chairs, the student looked around in awe. Everything there was from the past, filled indefinitely with books. All seemed so foreign to her as she tried to name everything in the room. Shelves, books, paper, pencil, pen, lamp? Questioning her surroundings, she continued to wander through this classroom. At the end was another door, but it was made out of red-colored wood and had a round thing sticking out of it. White suit pulled the round thing and turning, causing her to realize that it was a knob. She had never seen a knob, and now that everything was automatic, in this room was two chairs on either side of one table. Behind it rested a white blank screen. Congratulations on being selected for the major world policy. It is a very competitive field as only one person from each university is chosen every four years. Now sit, your professor will be here shortly. White suit said, standing by the door they had just walked in. Shocked by everything that had occurred, she could not wait to tell her parents about this room. Carefully pulling the chair from the table, she allowed her hands to run over the rough texture. Noticing how musty the room smelt, the darkness began to cause her heart rate to pick up, leading her wrist watch to buzz. Before she had a chance to look at her wrist, the door swung open to reveal an older woman dressed in wide-leg navy pants with a white blouse and gray blazer. Her heels clicked as she marched to the other side of the table. A large sigh escaped her lips as books and papers fell in disarray on the wood. Hello, I am Professor Chandler. You must be Rosanity, the professor stated, smiling warmly. She nodded, hand removed glued to her chair as she tried to slow her breath. Well, welcome to World Policy. They typically have a slideshow made that I am supposed to show you, but I think it is best we jump right into it. Sound good? Professor Chandler asked to receive another nod. With Rosanity's world viewed, opened, literally. Everything you know is false. Well, not false, but not fully true. As you know, in 2020, the president of this great world was, how do you say, insane. He radicalized the worldview of coexist to one with borders. Slowly pulling this world from international policy, he began to create walls, walls so high and vast that it made it easy to forget about others. During the building of these walls, other countries influenced by his hatred and fear followed suit. They built walls around themselves. Organizations created to promote cohesion disappeared as members left. Soon the world was no longer made of separate nation states, but of only one. And the one you knew was based on where you lived. History was written to only mention us. The world became limited until finally the closing occurred. When the world became truly limited, you only know about this. What you don't know is how in order to prevent total economic collapse, Trump kept some interactions with others. That is where we come in to understand these others and the best way to interact with them on the limited level we have. Moving on to the rules of this rule, you cannot discuss this with anyone else. 
You must keep all notes, papers, and books in here. What you're about to learn cannot leave this room. We are limited, just like our worldview. Months passed, and Professor Chandler's words echoed in her brain, unable to shake this feeling of guilt from passing off her parents' and friends' questions about her classes. It affected her. The room became her only place to be herself, where she could truly understand the world. Taking with her everywhere the weight of the world, she desired to meet her fellow students from other universities. After a year, it seemed like it was going to happen. Professor Chandler had mentioned a conference with all the world politic majors. Ecstatic for the day, she felt she was no longer alone. She threw herself into her studies, desiring to be able to talk in depth with them. When the day came, her professor claimed she would be going to the conference. The class continued as normal. Devastated, the only thing she had looked forward to was one year break, which occurred after one year of schooling. Heat and humidity swirled around her as she stood in Monroe Park. Newly renovated, it included a self-sustained flower garden. Glancing around at students, she saw all of their possible histories. Images of their great-great-grandparents' involvement in the Vietnam War floated around them. They all appeared like children to her, wandering around without knowing their true history. A gust of wind transported her to the border wall. Envisioning what was on the other side, she ached to climb over it, to shout, I know you exist, as if crying to aliens in space. Buzzing on her wrist pulled her back to the rows of flowers on display. It all seemed so fake. She made her way to the hover bus, carrying with her a bag of clothes, shoes, toiletries, and a notebook. A notebook filled with her notes on the true history, where inside rested a piece of paper titled Mexico. Stepping onto the bus, she scanned her wrist and settled into a seat, closing her eyes for just a moment. She dreamt of the Eiffel Tower, standing in all its glory, causing her fear to vanish. A buzz woke her up gently as she opened her eyes. The excitement coursed through her as she felt a new heat and humidity. The hover bus rested atop a cream-colored sand while a dust ball rolled behind it. She stepped off taller and radiating like the sun above her, pressing her wrist she grew to cover her eyes and head. Stepping onto the sand, she felt lighter as a huge metal wall came into view.